you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome into Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. You guys know we're live right here in New York City, Tuesday, November 15th. I am Jason McCourty, Mike Garofalo, NFL Network Insider, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt. Jamie Erdahl will be back tomorrow. That's right. So this is the last kind of segment where we're doing the intros. Welcome, everybody. And we know that's her job, Mm -hmm. but she's still traveling back. She'll be in tomorrow, coming back. From Munich, Germany. The long Last flight. Hour of the show. Long mm-hmm. flight, right? She's mm-hmm. still long in the air. Flight. Still coming back. That's right. She's been flying for 48 hours. For 48 hours, yes. It's a circling. It's a circling. Yeah, oh, yeah. Air traffic control. Until then, let's get to the lead. Lee Love you, Jamie. Week 10 officially in the books. Let's take a look at this NFC playoff picture. Eagles falling short, losing to the Commanders last night, but they still sit atop of the NFC as the number one seed, followed by the Vikings, Seahawks, Tampa, and then you see the wild cards right there, the Giants, Cowboys, and 49ers. In the hunt, the Commanders, Green Bay getting a win too. Let's head over to the AFC. Kansas City, they lose Tyreek Hill, still atop of that playoff picture. Miami Dolphins making a surge, two is healthy. Tennessee, Baltimore, Jets, you see all of those logos on the screen. A ton of teams in the playoff picture in the AFC, but Four AFC East teams all in the playoffs right now. Who would have thought that division is stacked? And you guys, you see it. They're all going to be playing this week, so I'm coming off a bye week. Out of these four AFC teams in the playoff picture right now, who do you guys say, hey, there's something I need to see from this team, from this player? Peter, you start us off. AFC East is incredible. Mm -hmm. We said it before the season. We were like, well... One of these divisions is going to be the power division in the AFC. It's going to probably be the AFC West. But the AFC North does have the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bengals. The AFC East, at the playoffs for today, to to reiterate your point, all four teams are in. So cool. All four teams are in. There are no other wild cards. Sorry, Bengals, you're not in. Chargers, you're not in. Um, 
And yet I'm a little nervous about one team, and I'm just curious to see how this thing plays out. Josh Allen's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. The Bills' secondary has long been the pride of that team. The Bills' secondary has long been the quiet, like, that's the real difference maker when you've got Trey Davies White and Jordan Poyer mm-hmm. and Micah Hyde, mm-hmm. and now you've got a rookie, Kyrie Elam. Guys, their starting corners uh, in Week 10 were Dane Jackson and Christian Benford. They gave up eight catches, 184 yards, and a touchdown to Justin Jefferson. And we look at these guys. Uh, Elam's out, the rookie. Hyde out. Poyer, we think, is coming back. Bedford uh, is playing. He's the rookie out of Villanova. Great story, sixth-round pick. But, like, I don't know if that's the guy that's going to be stopping, you know, Mahomes and Lamar and the rest. And then Tredavious White still not on the field. My thing, I got to see, like, can you stop these teams in the moments that matter? And I know they've had a good season. They've been fine. And, and look, Benford is playing well beyond expectation, a sixth-round pick out of Villanova. We, we respect that. But the Bills' defense since week six – has given up 260 passing yards a game. That's 25th in the NFL. And you're looking at guys like Kelsey having a day, Waddle having a day, uh, Juju had a day. Justin Jefferson Mm. had the day. Look, Jason, you're a defensive back. I know this seems like I'm picking on a team that's injured and like, hey, they're all coming back, but like, it's a complete deal. Everyone's going to focus on Josh Allen and the interceptions. When your defensive backfield is all injury riddled, like that, that to me is something. Let's go attack, attack, attack. Mm-hmm. These young guys have to step up. Yeah, for sure, and, and they have stepped up. And I think the biggest thing you showed, Micah Hyde's a guy who's not coming back. But then you also said Jordan Poyer. Those are the quarterbacks of the defense. So when you lose those two guys, and then you mix in having a young secondary around them, that's what makes it tough to go out there and play and make those huge plays at the end of the game, which we saw Justin Jefferson. And then you couple that with. You're going against a really good receiver. Yeah, yeah. Justin Jefferson made plays. Guys were in position, but he went up and made the play. Can I, I, I was watching Sean McDermott's media session yesterday. He was asked about Trey White, and he was asked an interesting question. He said, how much of it him not being on the field at this point is physical, and how much is yeah. emotional? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a strange—and he, and he said in so many words, he's just not ready yet. So— I don't even know what that means necessarily, but like they need him. He's a star player. They lost two in a row. It's time to go. We've seen that with a bunch of guys coming back from ACL. Sometimes it's yeah, about it's more tough. than just the physical. Yeah. So let's see about Tredavious White to be right. a huge part uh, for that secondary, Peter. Uh, take me to the Jets. And I do remember being here. I believe it was in July. You guys were on vacation. It was a mishmash of Mike Robb and Will Selva was here. I think James Palmer. And we did a whole thing about what do the Jets have to do to make the playoffs. And I said, forget the playoffs. It's not about the playoffs for the Jets. The Jets are not making the playoffs this season. I might wind up being wrong on that. Stay tuned. But my point that day was I don't care about that part of it. I care about Zach Wilson. That's the biggest part of this. I need to see progression from Zach Wilson. I need to see a guy that was worthy of the number two overall pick. I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing everything else, and I'm seeing a lot of other young guys stepping up for this team and performing for this team. But what I'm seeing from Zach Wilson is four touchdowns to five interceptions and a 55, uh, 57.5% completion percentage. You know, those workouts that he had before the draft, he was wowing people with his ability to throw on the run and how smooth it was and how strong that arm was. You're seeing it right there. I need more of that. I need to see a guy that's going to be uh, a player that's going to take this offense and the guys around him to new heights. I'm just not seeing mm-hmm. it right now, and I'm a little worried because mm-hmm. I don't want to get alarmist about it, but I think most recently about the Chicago Bears. Think about how good that roster was at one point built all the way around Mitchell Trubisky, and they just, for various reasons, couldn't get the quarterback. Because he didn't have it. Yep. And yeah. it's like you could get 52 spots on the roster right 
And if you don't get the one that's uh -huh. most important right, uh -huh. it kind of drags everything else down. So let's see, Zach Wilson. Show what, me more. What can he do to prove us wrong? Because I think we're all in the same boat. Like, I say he needs to win a game with his arm. He needs to be the guy. They don't really give him the opportunity to do that. They're not looking for him to throw the ball for 300 yards. What can he do? Just not turn the ball over? I think it's the off-schedule stuff because that's what you're seeing from a lot of these guys. It's like the play breaks down, and you're still worried about what's Patrick Mahomes going to do, what's Josh Allen mm -hmm. going to do. Defenses need to be worried about what is Zach Wilson going to do when it's one, two, oh, boy, he's on the move. Look out. Yeah. This play's not yeah, over yet. Yeah. Well, the other – look. The other Bears comparison is what Justin Fields is doing right now in his draft class. And, like, Justin Fields doesn't have a lot to work with, and he looks like uh, young Cam Newton out there. He's incredible. To answer your question, Peter, how about just beat the Patriots? Like, can we do, can we do that? 13 straight. Just Patriots this weekend. this weekend. That's it. And that brings me to my point. I, I want to know what we're getting from the Patriots. I, I remember vividly last year, we're sitting here right around the same time of year, and the Patriots had just gone away for a while, and then – Peter did a segment where he goes, hey, guys, knock, knock. The Patriots are coming. They can't lose. They're on this crazy win streak. This Patriots team started 1-3, and three, and it was all we were talking about was Bailey Zappi and Max washed up. But they're 5-4. and four. They're, They won 4-5. They're coming in the bye. And now they play a team that, like, that they own that Belichick hates. And Jason's told us everybody hates the Jets with the Patriots. Like, it's a big week. So I kind of want to see from Mac what, a little bit what you're talking about at Wilson in its own way about, like, all right, we're rested, we're ready, we're in the playoffs. Let's go on a little run. Let's let's shock the world and finish this season 11-6. and six. Why the hell not? We're going to steamroll right over the Jets. And then it's like Vikings and Bills? Like, this is big-time Patriots games coming down the stretch. They went away. They did their rest. That's fine. They're not in the conversation at all. Guys, we're going to talk a lot of Patriots the next three weeks. A lot. Because it's the Jets thing again, and then they play two of the marquee teams in the league. Are they going to go 3-0 and in that? A 2-1? and 0-3? I have no idea how good this Patriots team is. And Jason, you're the guy who's living, breathing Patriots at the table. You didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. You didn't even really think about it. You just felt this way about them, and yet here they are on pace to make the playoffs but with a lot to prove. Yeah, they're always in the conversation. And the one thing, being in that building for three years, we always talked about was around Thanksgiving is when football starts. Like, yes, okay. you have September, you have October, but it's around this time that you want to be playing your best football. And to what you just said, go on a run. It's right there for you. You can uh -huh. go on a run. And there's a guy that can stop that run. And Bill always talks about how hard he is to defend. And I'm going to go back to Josh Allen. And I'm not going to say what everybody's saying. Oh, did he regress? He needs to stop turning the ball. All over go have fun like this is a guy that we fall in love with watching him play because of the joy in which he does it running people over celebrating with his teammates doing handshakes before the game there's something about the wild way that he plays quarterback that is just fascinating for everybody to tune in and watch so for me like yeah everybody's the quarterback whisperer now because he's thrown the interception and just like oh this is the old Josh Allen mm -hmm. he's this guy he can't lead them he keeps making the crucial mistakes like no he's a very good football player that leads them that is the reason we all picked him to win the Super Bowl. We picked him to be the MVP. Get back to that. Talk trash, have fun, run the football, and that's the Josh Allen that we all want to see week in and week out. Yes, you've made some mistakes. I don't want to see the dejected Josh yeah. Allen in the presser after the game saying, ah, oh, I got to be better. Yeah, so what? We all make mistakes. We all have bad games. Go that. out there, have a game, have a blast doing it, laugh and enjoy being around the guys. It's tough. He, he takes a lot of ownership of the losses, and it really weighs on him, and he gets really pissed, yeah. and he's really competitive. But you're right. Like, right in the middle of the season. Let me ask you. You're doing these interviews with him once a week. Um, Today. Do you sense a different tone, or is he still this, like, 26-year-old, super interested in other things off the field? Or is there a tension now because things are not going mm -hmm. perfectly? We'll see how he shows up today. Yeah. I talked to him this afternoon. 
They've lost two in a row. Yeah. There have been some bad plays. And I'm sitting here editorially, like, wondering how I'm going to talk to them because I don't want to patronize them. Oh, let's talk about movies and stuff. Like, there's some serious stuff going on. So I'm planning it right now, and we'll talk about it tomorrow, yeah. Meanwhile, the Raiders seeing another game slip away from their grasp as they have fallen down with their record. They are now two in three in games where they were leading in the fourth quarter. And after the game, quarterback Derek Carr was visibly upset. Sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know that a lot of us try and do just to practice. What we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result of all that effort pisses me off. All right. That's a lot. Uh, let's get into it. It's been a rough season for Derek Carr and the Raiders so far. He's had several of them here. This one really stings. Lots of offseason hype. They're 2-7. and seven. We're talking about them on the show right now for a reason. Heading into week 11, 2-7, and seven, there's been a lot of blame that goes towards Josh McDaniels. This team was in the playoffs last year. Raiders owner Mark Davis, though, does not share many of those opinions. On Monday, the owner told the Las Vegas Review-Journal, I like Josh. I think he's doing a fantastic job. That's why I hired him. We did an exhaustive search and found the person we believe is going to bring the Raiders to greatness. Uh, so here we are, 10 weeks in. I think they're unequivocally the most disappointing team in the entire league out of 32. So we ask, what's going on with the Raiders and what are our thoughts about what Mr. Davis had to say? Mike Garofolo. We talked on the show yesterday where I said I would be surprised if Josh McDaniels got bounced after one season. Uh, so that's one end of it. And then the other end of it is what you're just reading right there. I don't, I don't think we're there. I don't think we're here. I don't think we're there. We're somewhere in between and you got to kind of grade uh, a little bit on a curve here because this is a team that just has not drafted well mm. in recent years. And you got a previous regime and they let themselves go of Jonathan Abram who was one of those key picks. I mean, I can mention Alex Leatherwood, Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett, uh, Cleveland Farrell, who was an active the other day uh, for a disciplinary reason, I believe. Um, it's kind of hard to win when these are your top draft picks. And I could go on and on. There are more of them that haven't contributed. Uh, so that's a problem. So you're just going to have to sit here and give this regime some time, uh, some time to, to reset, get their own guys in there, and show that they can win games. I would say this. It's not like it was the first time Josh McDaniels was a head coach with the Denver Broncos where it was an unmitigated disaster and guys couldn't stand him and he just had no ability to communicate with guys. Maybe he was trying to be Belichick, whatever it was. At least it's not that vibe this time around, so you're just going to have to suck it up in the meantime, Raiders fans, and maybe we got a little bit too far out over our skis thinking that this team was ready to compete in a tough division. Yeah, I think that last part you made, tampering expectations, I think sometimes Josh McDaniel takes over a good football team who made the playoffs last year, and he's a, an offensive guru, as they say, and I, I'm a big believer in Josh. I got a chance to be in the same locker room with him for a few seasons in New England. But when you take over a team and you insert a new general manager, a new head coach, a brand-new coaching staff with their own system, 
you don't just roll the ball out there, go play football, and the team just takes off. You see that happen sometimes. Kevin O'Connell's doing a great job in Minnesota. Dable's doing a really good job with the New York Giants. But that's not taking place right now for the Las Vegas Raiders. But it's not like, all right, Josh McDaniels is a terrible coach. He's here. They're not winning. Get rid of him. No, sometimes it takes time. You install your system. Guys need to buy in. Everybody needs to learn that system, learn how to execute the system under pressure as well. So I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I'm right with you, Mike G. Give them time to get everything rolling. And it's not a rebuild. You're just continuing to build on a team that you Jason, have. Jason, they're the worst team in the NFL. Okay. They have Devontae Adams on the roster. Yeah. Okay. And they Devontae have Crosby. Yes. They have Derek Carr. You're talking about Matt LaFleur rolls out of bed, wins 13 games with the Packers. You're talking about Sean McVay rolls out of bed. What do you mean give it some time? You don't hire a guy and, all right, we we learned two out of our first nine games, so it was just like, all right, it didn't work. The Rams suck right now. Mm -hmm. They're not playing well. Mm -hmm. They still have a really good football coach, and I know he's had the past success, so I'm not comparing McDaniels to McVay. I'm just saying, just because the team is struggling doesn't mean, all right, throw it all out, start Mm -hmm. all over, because you fire Josh McDaniels, you start over, you bring a new coach. I was a part of this for many years. I played eight years in Tennessee Four different head coaches, three different general managers. We never went to the playoffs, not one time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until after that, Malarkey went the next year, and then obviously Vrabel with the success they've had. But every year, if you just keep hitting the reset button, keep hitting the reset button, it doesn't guarantee success. Uh, I was just asking you because I look at that roster, and Mike, as much as they've hit, they've missed on draft picks, they do have talent all yeah. over it. And, you know, Devontae Adams, you think about Devontae, what he's got going on there, and then you think of what Tyreek Hill got when he went to Miami. Yeah. It's like the, the complete different end of the spectrum of when you leave these teams for, for new ventures. One and done, though, is rare air. I mean, that's that's Jim Tomsula, that's Steve Wilkes in Arizona, that's Freddie Kitchens, that's Cam Cameron that one year in uh-huh. Miami. And I don't think Mark Davis is going to go one and done. Mark Davis still has a settlement with John Gruden. Mark Davis is a, a different financial situation than some of these other owners. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see Mark, Mark Davis paying John Gruden and paying Josh McDaniels out another four years of his contract. So brass tacks on this thing, he's not going anywhere. They're not firing him and just eating the cost. I don't think Mark Davis has the liquid to just fire him and eat all these costs and say, let's keep on rolling. Um, sometimes it just comes to the finances of it. And Chase, I think you're being very kind to Josh McDaniels. I think this has been an unmitigated disaster on the field. They lose every one-score game, and yet I'm with you in a way that, like, there's too much talent in the roster, and he's seen too much football for this to be just, just a complete failure in the end. Yeah, I'm not interested in McDaniels being like, oh, I'm just interested in why the hell are they so bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what is this? Because, you know, you, you, it's a blessing and a curse. You inherit a playoff team, and they won double digits, and they were one throw from beating the Bengals. That's great. The curse of it is you better be great the next year. You're not getting a two-win team. Like, we expect to. This was the team that was going to take out the Chiefs. We spent the money. We brought in the players. So I think the statement from Mark Davis is frustrating, and I, I, I think it's nonsense in a lot of ways, too. He literally says, I think he's doing a fantastic job. No, he's not. They lose every single one-score game they play in, and a lot of one-score games, the coaching is the difference. Mark Davis also said, everyone wants instant gratification. That's not true, and that is a cop-out. That's not what this is. We want you to be able to score one point against the Saints. I, I don't need a Super Bowl Losing this year. Losing to Jeff Saturday is a bad look. It's a terrible look. Who's he going to lose to next week? Kornheiser? I mean, c- come on. What are we doing here? You lost to a guy in his first game ever. 
Um, so, listen, I don't need an undefeated season and a parade through Las Vegas, but I, I would like some gratification. I, I would like to not get shut out by the Saints. So, I, I'll say it again. It's so negative. It's it, the, the most disappointing team in the NFL by far. They've beaten the Broncos, who are in contention, and they've beaten the Texans, who are kind of a real team. Guys, coming up, where do the Bills, though? They had their own issues. They, where do they stand in the power Could ring? positive. Could we, could we talk about, like, a team? There we go. There's positive. There we There's go. Kirk. Oh, That's right there. Kirk, oh. Are the Vikings the top team in the league? The Eagles lost and the Bills lost. Are the Vikings the number one team in the league? Dan has this. Power rankings next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's time, time, in fact, to check out the Power Rankings by Dan Hansis ahead of Week 11. We always do this according to a theme. With the big win last night, let's do this with a theme according to notable commanders. We start in the Star Wars world with the Commander Cody division. You know Commander Cody, of course, the clone marshal commander in the Grand Army of the Republic. And we have the Houston Texans down at 32 on the bottom right. Panthers, Broncos, oh my gosh. And then the Raiders we talked about last segment, a very negative segment, but what other choice did we have? That's the lowest division. Next, the Master and Commander division, sort of artsy pirate movie. Paul Bettany and Russell Crowe doing what they do. Upper left, the Commanders, there they are. And then the Chargers is kind of hanging around, hanging around. Cardinals, the Colt McCoy Express. Peter will do a Colt McCoy segment this week, I guarantee it. Let's see if he's playing in Mexico this week. How about it? And then the Bears, who score a lot of points but never win. Next, the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch Division. My watch is over. And the bottom, upper right, upper left corner, excuse me, upper left corner, round out the top ten. The Titans are in there, and the Jets are in there. Bengals, and then Bucks coming home from Germany. These are the teams that are almost big time. But lastly, we get to the Cobra Commander division. Love the G.I. Joe back in the day. And the Eagles off a loss. Now, this is going to be interesting. Did Dan stay up and change this after the loss, or did he mail this sucker in? I doubt he did. Chiefs still second. Where do the Bills go? Did he click send at 6 p.m.? It's interesting. Here he is. Let's ask him. Dan, there you are. We want answers at the top of the rankings. Why the Eagles even off a loss to a division rival? No, I'm I'm super annoyed because 
you guys, I do put a lot of work into the power rankings, even though people in my mentions don't think a lot goes into it. So I'm working all through Monday, doing the whole thing. And sometimes by the time you get to Monday Night Football, you just want to relax and and watch the game and make a little tweak before you send it out. And then the Eagles lose. And it's just kind of a summation of the season, both in the NFL and the power rankings, that nothing is easy. Uh, But I kept the Eagles at number one for a couple reasons. One, I'm not going to say it was a fluky loss, but a lot of the turnovers, um, the fact that they could not get off the field on defense, but gave up four point yards, 4.1 yards per play, the ticky tack penalty on Brandon Graham. I don't know how many times the commanders win that game. If you play 10 times, I still feel really good about the Eagles. And beyond that, the team's right beneath uh, the Eagles and the power rings right now. They don't feel like number one. So the Eagles, after weeks of trying to get to number one and the bills blocking them, maybe I'm giving them a little bit of a pass here. Whatever, come at me if you disagree. Yeah, come at you. Uh, but anyone who questions your integrity, I mean, they just don't know what kind of a man you are. You, you don't do it. ahead of the Giants. What team do you root for again? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, stop uh, it, Mike. Speaking You're of, better than that. Speaking, of that, Bill, better speaking than that. of that Bill's loss, I love doing that. Uh, you have the Vikings ranked third. Are you officially all in on Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings? I mean, I'm all in in, in that. Like, do I have any more questions about the Vikings? Yes, I do. Do you respect the Vikings, what they've done this year? Absolutely. I mean, they beat the officials. They beat the Bills. They did it in Buffalo. And uh, that was gutty. And I think it's been kind of almost a running joke through the years that when you looked at Kirk Cousins and his career record, it's always exactly 500 when we start a new season every year. So for them to go and win eight of nine to start the season, uh, it's really impressive. And now I think with the Eagles losing, they're now tied in terms of uh, record. The tiebreaker goes to the Eagles. But Minnesota, you have an opportunity here. You're going to win your division. Go get that number one seed, shorten up the playoffs, host games in the playoffs, and see what happens. It's all in front of them now. Very exciting. I know it's been uh, about 10 days now, but the last time we saw the Jets, they actually beat the Buffalo Bills. They, they got that impressive win over Buffalo. We were in Munich, so we didn't give you the chance to celebrate that as a Jet fan. Now, of course, they play the hated New England Patriots, a team that's beaten them 13 straight times. Dan, I ask you, why is this going to be any different this time around? I don't know. Now I'm self-conscious talking about the Jets because of what Mike said, Pete. This is this is awkward. <laughs> Go for it, dude. Do you lean in? No, is, honestly, you can actually like being a Jet fan this year. Yeah, I know. I you can't take that away from me. No, I think the I think the, the Jets have a huge opportunity. Obviously, I like that this bye week, the timing of it, it gave you another week to soak it in that victory over the Bills. But if you go and you lose the the Pats again in New England, you kind of go back to ground zero on some level. That said, I think they're a better team than the Patriots, and the defense is a major reason why Quinnen Williams has been a stud and should be in the Defensive Player of the Year candidate race. I like their defense shutting down Mac Jones. Zach Wilson needs to be smart. Now, the Miami Dolphins, you have them ranked fourth. They're going into their bye week. They're rolling. They're having fun. They're putting up points. Are you comfortable putting them in the same breath as the Chiefs and the Bills as powerhouses in the AFC right now? I think you have to, right? I mean, I think where we have here a team that's on a four-game winning streak that doesn't lose when Tua plays a a full game that in the last three weeks is averaging 35 points a game and 450 yards per game, a team that embarrassed the Cleveland Browns defense after the Cleveland Browns defense embarrassed Joe Burrow and the Bengals the previous week. I mean, there's like the guy, Tua is so on target. He looks like 
Steve Young in 1995 right now, I think anyone in the AFC should be a little scared of the Dolphins and where things go from here. It's a really interesting subplot to track going forward. Yeah, I mean, everybody laughing. McDaniel and Tyreek said how accurate Tua is, and now he looks like one of the best players in the league. You know, Be sure to check out NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer every Tuesday on NFL.com. No album cover this week, Dan. Paul Rudd will be disappointed, but we always love Broadway Joe over your shoulder, and we love you too, man. See you next week. Love you guys. Later. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Mike Garofolo is an intrepid reporter. Yesterday, he brought out some really interesting news about our friend Ian Rappaport. He told us that Ian nearly burnt down his home. Ian got on TV and explained that, yes, he nearly burnt down his home, but in a good reason why, because he was in himself a smoke-off competition and was making his famous pork belly lollipops. I'm not sure who he was competing with, but mm-hmm. Ian was very proud of it. They showed the picture. It looked delicious. And he, of course, added Traeger Grills. Hopefully he gets something free out of it. What's the most random award that you guys have ever won that you take pride in? Kyle Brandt, what do you say? Same universe as Ian Rappaport. Are you a cooking guy? I'll have you know that about 10 years ago, I won the South Orange County Chili Cook-Off, and I have actual uh, quotes here from the Orange County Register. I did not make this up. Went back and found it. Look at here we go. The recipes were judged on their appearance, aroma, color, and taste. First prize, including an event apron and $50, went to Kyle Brandt and family for and their family. cowboy chili. Uh, Calvin was one at the time, and Brooke and I entered the chili contest, and I brought my cowboy chili, and we won first place. I was unbelievably proud of it. Then we brought it back here uh, a couple years later and did a segment on the show, and, and the other host decided to like kick me in the groin and give me last place, and they hated the chili, and I think they did that to spite me. Is That's there it. a chance we can revisit Sorry. You bring the chili in because I'm willing to revisit. I think at that time I was being influenced by the two other hosts who yeah, were like, yeah. we, we don't want to give Kyle his roses here. Yeah. And I, I actually liked it. Thank I you liked, very much.
much. I like all chili, actually. Wow. I I'll, eat, I'll eat dirt if it's in a cup. Uh, I mean, dirt, dirt's in my recipe. Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> it's, great, it's great dirt. Jason, you want to give this flowers? Jason won a Super Bowl. What'd you win? Yeah, forget about the Super Bowl. I'm going all the way back to sixth grade. I was in this talent show, Devin and myself. We saw Casey and JoJo all my life, and we put on an amazing performance. The music was so loud, you couldn't hear our beautiful voices, but it was the energy on the stage. And you see right there, this is the after show, after party. I'm in the purple baseball jersey, Dev's in the red. I got my cousin Jared down there, my friend Greg in the background. This is us turning up on the playground after we took first place at the talent show, Nyack Community Center, back then in sixth grade. I'm very proud. I tell everybody about my singing voice. Who does the baby, 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 baby? We shared it all. I don't know how we split it up, but we got it. Purple White Sox jersey. I don't know what that was. Take us home. That is an amazing picture. Derek Boyko, Vice President of Communications for the Buffalo Bills. I hope you're watching right now. He used to be with the Philadelphia Eagles. He brings this award up every time I see him. Uh, back in 1998, I want to say, I was named an Eagles top achiever. I don't even remember the criteria. I think I played football and I did okay in school, so that made me a top achiever. I didn't go to the ceremony, though, uh, because I had baseball practice. And what was amazing was the next day in school, I just heard from a bunch of people because Channel 6 Action News cut into the ceremony for some reason. And at that point, they said my name. And so Mm -hmm. my name was on the news and everybody saw it. And it was like they sent me this award. And I said, I should have been there for that ceremony. My mother to this day is regretting that I wasn't there for the ceremony. But I do have the award. It's on my shelf at home behind my phone. Uh, Here it is right here. Can you get a... a, a If only they can make it a little smaller. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, (laughs) thank you, Derek Boyko and the former staff of the Philadelphia Eagles for the Eagles Top Achiever Award. My name is spelled incorrectly. Sure. uh, But that's okay. That's part of the memory there. So we'll keep this on the desk for the rest of the week. That's unbelievable. A little paperweight. I like that thing. Chili, some Jodeci, and... And a wonderful award for the Eagles. What a show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.